this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, we are going to talk about a fun project. You know, we've been doing so many things with herbs lately, and with getting into using plant materials, and all kinds of, you know, different things having to do with getting our hands kind of, you know, dirty a little bit, and all those great things that I thought that we'd take a different turn today. I think that today I want to flip it around. So get out your big book of stuff and look in the area for sewing and or crafting. And even you can cross-reference this with makeup or cosmetics because today we are going to talk about how to make your very own reusable makeup pads. Let's get started. So because we don't want this to be too abrasive, again it is a makeup pad, or you can use it as a cleansing pad, you can definitely look for an infant washcloth for the backside of this project. And for the other side, you can definitely use a nice soft material, like a quilting fabric, or maybe a little bit thicker of a cotton kind of blend. Not so much a satin or silk, and you'll see why when you start to use it. You want something fairly, you know, sturdy, and something that won't shrink when you wash it in the washing machine, or if you wash it by hand. And you want to make enough that you don't have to wash the same one every day. Maybe get yourself a half yard of material and make about six or seven of them. Now you're going to be looking at these in your uh, little dispenser for a minute or two, or really every day depending on where you keep your makeup dispenser. So you want it to be pretty. You want to look at something nice. So when you're picking your fabric, pick something that makes you happy, something that makes you smile. It could be anything from rosebuds to rubber duckies. And if you decide that you want to customize your reusable pads according to what you're going to use them for, then definitely get some complimentary patterns. You know, just a suggestion, uh, if you put uh, material full of wood ducks there, you might not want to put another material full of hawks. I mean, it's just a thing, you know. Maybe color coordinate or thematically coordinate what you're using, but I'm not the boss of you and you do what you want. But it might be fun. Now, of course, you can use a single bold color as well, or a pastel. You don't have to have a print, but prints make them more fun. Also, you want to determine what kind of use that you're using. Are you using it for just makeup removal? Are you using it for exfoliation? Are you using it for application of powder? These are things you want to think about when you are making your project. 
Uh, If you're going to have two or three different kinds, then you need to have materials that reflect the same. And you might even want to have two or three different uh, sizes on your pad. Now it's up to you if you want it to be round or if you want it to be square. But it's a lot easier to deal with a round one than it is with a square one. And I'll tell you why. Because when you sew it and turn it inside out, poking those corners can be very difficult. But if that's what you want to do and you're up for the challenge, go for it. Sometimes it's hip to be square. You aren't laughing. You don't like Huey Lewis in the news? Come on, you know you do. Another thing you want to do is when you're making your stitches, if this is a project you want to have for years, I mean, everything doesn't have to be this major uh, heirloom quality project, but if it's something that you want to have for some years and it's not just a whim and you think you might just switch them out, you know, within like six months or so, maybe make these sewing extra firm. One way to ensure that they would last a long time is to maybe double the material that you're using. I only mean the cotton material, not the cloth uh, for washing, not the towel or you know terry cloth underneath. And what you're going to do, you just double it. It's that simple. You're not stuffing it. And that way, it'll be a little bit more sturdy. Also, instead of regular cotton uh, thread, you could use dental floss. You heard me, dental floss. It lasts a long time and it's already waxed. But something to watch out with that, the holes that it makes are a lot larger than regular thread sometimes. So depending on the floss you get. So you wanna be sure that you don't rip your material over much or else it will cause wear and tear on its own when it's washed and used. Now that you have your materials, your prints, your project, and your threads picked out, it's time to pick your size. And for some people, the easiest way to pick the size or the diameter of the circle for that pad is to take a teacup and flip it over. No, really. The opening to a teacup, a traditional one, is usually just the right size for a good size pad that you'd have good control over, like an older powder puff, but not overly large like a coffee mug might be. And believe it or not, a traditional teacup is not always the same width as a coffee mug. So that's something to think about. If you wanna go a little bit smaller, then what you could do is use a very small shot glass if you want the really small ones and trace around those for your pattern. And as always, use something else to make your pattern. It could be muslin, it could be butcher paper, It could be brown paper bag. It's really up to you how you want to start your patterns. Just remember to label them. And the assembly is pretty easy. Uh, You cut your material around, you know, you take your pattern, draw it onto your material on the wrong side, cut it out, then put the wrong sides together and stitch around the diameter of it. Don't stitch it closed though. Stop your stitching right before you get it closed 
give yourself about a thumbnail and a half of width uh, before you close it. Then turn it inside out and uh, use a top stitch or a whip stitch on the top to finish it off. And there you go. You've got your, your homemade makeup pad or your makeup remover pad or your foundation pad. And it's really simple. It's really easy. It's really fun. And I think you'll enjoy it. Now something else that's really cool about this project is once they're worn out, because eventually things all get worn out, you can disassemble it and you can take the scraps and either recycle them and stitch them all together in some rags or use them however you want or get rid of them as fire starters, terry cloth. But what you can also do is take the scraps of material and make them into little sachets for the bottom of your sock drawer with some herbs or some rice and uh, essential oil. And there you go. Recycling yet again. And don't let me put you into the mindset that you have to go buy material. If you have old clothes that would not uh, stretch out and that have been well worn and you want to use it for the back of that makeup pad, you do it. If you have some face cloths that have seen better days and they're kind of thread worn and soft but they don't have they're not so you know thin that they can't work cut them up and use them always recycle when you can and I think that's about it for today's episode I hope you'll try this project it was fun and I think it really says something uh, when you take the time to make reusable materials versus materials that have to be gathered, assembled, packaged, and sold, transported, and bought at a store. There's nothing wrong with that. Please don't think I'm saying that there's anything wrong with that at all. But what I am saying is if you have the choice and the time and the rudimentary skill just a little skill to make something of your own that you can use again and again that's uniquely yours that's your vision that makes you happy and brings you joy and brings grace into your home and or you know if you want to give it as a gift you know a collection of those to someone else it just says something you know it just it just makes you feel good you know it, it helps with the environment too it's kind of like the difference between having a uh, bunch of cheap combs and maybe one or two really uh, not so cheap combs or brushes. You know, one might be thrown away within a couple of weeks and the other may last you for years. You know, it just depends on uh, how much time and money you want to invest in it. And sometimes time is even more important than money when it comes to creating something special. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you again here on my magical cottage core life.